of dark clouds are gathering as markets shudder, stocks are sinking, currencies stumbling, fear and uncertainty reign, the Middle East, Ukraine, Taiwan, the debt, it's endless. Yet one asset stands firm, gold. In crisis after crisis, gold is there in the background. Its enduring value guards against loss. It's like a missile shield. While paper wealth burns, gold persists. Shield your savings against looming threats, war, recession, contagion, and avoid the frenzied panic of the unprepared. Take control in the chaos. Fortune favors decisive action. Get hold of gold now before it's out of reach. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin with every new IRA. Claim your free coin today to secure your financial future. As this new storm gathers, panic looms, and some of the places you are thinking for your money, well, they don't look so clever anymore. Secure your future against disaster. Open a Noble Gold Investment IRA and claim your free bullion coin today. Go to x22gold.com. That is x22gold.com, the only gold company I trust. Let's talk about protecting ourselves online. A popular DNA ancestry site is under fire for allegedly not notifying their users in a timely manner of a data breach that stole millions of pieces of personal data. In fact, it wasn't until the hackers advertised the stolen data on forums that the public became aware of the breach, which has since sparked a class action lawsuit. The stolen data was reportedly leaked for political and racially motivated reasons, and it included name, sex, date of birth, geographic location, profile photos, and genetic ancestry results. This is why I protect myself with Virtual Shield 1. Virtual Shield 1 offers an all-in-one digital security suite with its most notable features of being a military-grade VPN, identity theft protection, antivirus, and even the ability to remove my personal information from sites after data breaches like this one. Plus, it comes with a 1 million insurance policy for identity theft protection to secure myself even further. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that Virtual Shield 1 is the most effective way to help prevent government, corporate ISP, hackers spying while simultaneously protecting your personal data. But there's more. If you sign up for Virtual Shield 1 now, you'll receive a 60-day risk-free trial, unlimited data usage across all devices, access to Virtual Shield 1's 24-7 customer support, and more. Simply go to virtualshield.com forward slash x22 to take advantage of this limited-time deal before their free trial offer ends. Hi, and welcome to the X-22 Report Spotlight. Today, we have two returning guests, Mark Fincham and Seth Keschel. Mark is a creator and owner of the Election Fairness Institute. You can go to goefi.org or electionfairnessinstitute.org. We also have Seth Keschel. Seth has been researching the election fraud, and you can find his work on Substack, True Social, Telegram. I'll be putting all the links at the bottom of the video. And I am very happy to have both on the X-22 Report Spotlight. I guess we'll start with you, Mark. Mark, welcome to the spotlight. Thank you very much, Dave. It's a pleasure to be back. Um, and I, I want to add that Seth has recently joined our board of directors for the Election oh. Fairness Institute and is providing just an invaluable service to, um, so far, we've got, I think, what, 50, 60 counties that have been mapped, um, revealing where the precincts of problem stuff occurs. So um, we're just, we're very excited about that development. Wow. Congratulations, Seth. And Seth, welcome to the X-22 Report Spotlight. Well, it's great to be back on with you, Dave. And as always, to put out great information that's not only relevant, but actionable. Let's just start off with the elections, because we just had the elections and, you know, we saw problems in Arizona. We saw problems in Pennsylvania. We saw problems in Dallas and many other areas. And I guess we'll start with you, Mark. Out in Arizona, what problems did you see? Because I saw Katie Hobbs out there saying we had another incredible election. There was no fraud. There was no problems. But I saw videos and problems of people going to the polls where, you know, they were closed at like 430 and they couldn't find places to go vote. What did you find? 
Well, um, so I've moved to uh, from Maricopa County to Yavapai County, but my phone was blowing up first thing in the morning uh, about just poor execution of what is supposed to be um, really a flawless election. Now, if we go back to the 2022 election, it's interesting. Her own governor-appointed election uh, investigation commission <laughs> found, I think, 22 serious problems with the 2022 election. So if that is the gold standard, if that is the best election ever in Arizona, then we are in deep trouble. Uh, but some of the stuff that we found in the 2022 election is going to carry through in the future because it's a program that works for the power brokers that want to try and make sure that uh, we have a simulation of an election as opposed to an actual election. One of those is the identification of pockets of strength for people with conservative values. Let's talk about our health. When it comes to anti-aging, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target each area of the skin differently to fully combat the appearance of aging. Some supplements may attempt to reduce wrinkles, while others might bring back firmness to sagging skin. But believe it or not, I might have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple anti-aging products. It's a special type of collagen, and it's better at maintaining skin elasticity, reducing visible signs of aging, and promoting a youthful complexion that most anti-aging products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of Thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that this collagen is not only a modern-day fountain of youth, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless serums and anti-aging supplements. But there's more. If you place your order now, you'll receive 53% off free VIP life, health, and fitness coaching for life, a free new ebook titled The 14 Foods for Amazing Skin, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to healthwithx22.com. That is healthwithx22.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Let's talk about protecting your wealth. Bitcoin ETF is all the rage. Investors feel mainstream adoption is on the horizon. Lawmakers also voted to set guidelines on when crypto firms should register with their Commodity Future Trading Commission or the Securities Exchange Commission. While this is good news, ETF only gives you exposure to crypto, not direct ownership. The whole point of cryptocurrency like Bitcoin is to directly own an asset with finite supply outside of any government influence. My Digital Money can help you with that. With My Digital Money, you own your crypto whether you invest in a crypto IRA or with a standard trading account. Remember, it's important to diversify your portfolio when it comes to crypto investment. Direct ownership is important. Don't get caught up in the excitement the media is stirring. Nothing beats owning your crypto and nothing beats investing in crypto through my digital money. Not only are you able to invest using a crypto IRA and standard trading account in one platform, you also have the assurance of your asset being put in a trust. No matter what happens with my digital money, your crypto is safe. So if you're ready to invest in cryptocurrency, invest with mydigitalmoney.com. That is mydigitalmoney.com. And remember, there is always a risk of loss, and past performance is not indicative of future results. You, know, you no doubt remember the uh, heat map that showed where all of the the computer tabulation day of voting problems occurred. I'm sure that you saw that. Yeah. Well, when you overlay that onto the registration uh, map for Maricopa County, it's stunning to see how close they are correlated. So we've got that. Um, we've got uh, situations where they ran out of ballots or they didn't staff enough ballots. Um, they had the wrong size ballots. I mean, all of this is memorialized in a recent filing that Carrie Lake brought. It's a new case, actually, that was filed September 14th, I believe, in Maricopa County Superior Court that chronicles all of the evidence, including the perjury from previous cases by county officials. These are elections officials. 
And as we look through the requirements of 52 CFR, which is the civil rights code that deals with uh, elections in, at the federal level, because there were federal office uh, holders that were elected uh, in that election, we see just a treasure trove of election violations. So for the chief elections officer, that would be Carrie, or I'm sorry, um, Katie Hobbs, who was running for governor at the same time she was the chief elections officer. This thing smells like rotten fish on the dock after about seven days. You want to say anything, uh, Seth, about what's what's happening in Arizona? Have you been looking at Arizona? Yeah, of course. Arizona is ground zero for the national elections crisis. It is becoming easier and easier to rip off elections as Maricopa County grows. Now, Maricopa is more than three-fifths of the vote in the state. And when you combine Maricopa and Pima County, which Pima County is home to the Tucson Metro, that is seven out of every nine votes cast are from those two counties. So as they grow disparately over the remaining 13 counties, and they flood the voter rolls. The voter roll is the foundation of the fraud. It's exactly the premise of why we have the precinct mapping project to identify where voter rolls are flooded. They eventually move into automatic voter registration, which the Arizona legislature with one seat majorities in both chambers repelled this year, which was a, a major victory on their behalf. Pennsylvania, of course, moved to automatic voter registration because they know they can't hold that state legitimately as they expand so-called access to mail-in ballots. And what we have really going on is 18 states nationally. 18 states are controlled presidentially by Democrats with the margin of one single county, which overwhelms all possible Republican margins all throughout the state. If we're going to continue to talk about the elections from last week, I wrote an article on my Substack called the 2023 elections postmortem. We have some low-hanging fruit for people to be up in arms about. The machine failures in Pennsylvania, I believe, to be chief among them, Northampton County. It enraged even the Democrat County Executive of Northampton County. And, of course, the cover came in, even though ES&S came out and had to disavow what had happened there. The media tried to brush it off as a minor failure, but we all know what's going on because then we saw what happened in Dallas County. Dallas County introduced, once again, the concept of e-poll books, which was problematic in their last election. E-poll books is part of what I consider the electronic elections infrastructure. I don't just simply say the machines. Ballot marking devices, scanners, tabulators, electronic poll books. And then probably the most important concept is the back-end unlicensed election software that is being used, which, of course, compromises people's PII. But the e-poll books appear to be what is used to auto-populate turnout that did not occur organically during an election to potentially achieve a desired outcome. But once again, everything related to machines and records goes back to transparency. So we're coming to a point now that three out of every five Americans or more, five out of every eight, believe that the 2020 election was decided by fraud and probably a greater number in Arizona believe that the top of the Republican ticket, including Mark, was cheated of victory by this fraud, that transparency is our culprit. We can we can language the issues with what I call electile dysfunction. <laughs> we can language those issues through transparency alone because we do not have access to the records we need to verify these elections. So the Election Fairness Institute, of course, strives to make future elections verifiable so the American people can accept so-called election results. I would love to be able to accept the 2020 election results as is, because that means you go back to traditional campaigning and messaging and you win the votes that you need, just like we are able to do for over 200 years of elections. 
You know what I'm starting to realize, and I think people are starting to realize this. It's yes, we have like the machines, we have the automate automated registration, but when it comes down to it, it's about who controls the election. Because when you look at those people, like like we'll just take for example what happened during the governor race. Uh, Katie Hobbs, her crew, they controlled the entire election. They were, you know, handling the systems. They were handling the ballots. They were handling everything. So. When people start to look around the country, it's not just the machines. It's not just the automatic registration. It's those people that were put into place that are controlling everything. How we, how do we combat this? How do we stop them from controlling it? Because it's really, it's to me, it seems like they designed a system that is a cheating system and they're controlling this cheating system. So yeah, Dave, it's even more insidious than that. So while, for example, Katie Hobbs, was the senior elections official. Elections don't happen at the state level. They happen at the county level. Mm-hmm. So when we take a look at Maricopa County, which is probably one of the, the worst of the bad actors in the country, we have five individuals that knowingly certified a document that was based on fraud. In Arizona, that is a felony. They knew that the results of that election were tainted by what? Software that was used to tabulate votes, and I'm talking about 2022 right now. After the fact, it was discovered that they used software that was not approved for the tabulation equipment. They closed, or or presumably closed, um, what we'll call the the voting centers. They're not precincts anymore. They've had this big collection of centers for people to go vote at. Well, by definition, people were denied the opportunity to vote because of three-hour lines. They were sent away, basically. They were given instructions that were, frankly, illegal. Oh, well, you can spoil your ballot and come back. Well, you have people that came back, and it's like, well, no, you've already got a record of voting. So there was this entire architecture, and Seth is right. I mean, our biggest issue right now, is transparency. We can't inspect the code. In fact, we had a presentation in front of the uh, Gila County Board of Supervisors in which we explained why their their election staff are probably doing the job. But when you have a staff that is executing against a flawed uh, process to the letter, you still have a flawed process. Mm -hmm. We asked the supervisors at the end of the presentation, if you're not able to count ballots by hand, votes by hand and compare them against the machine count, how do you know that the machine did not change the vote? And I thought it was stunning that the chairman said, well, we don't. Well, that right there is a call for action. And that's one of the reasons why the Election Fairness Institute now is engaged in something that is upstream from election integrity. And that is focus on election security That's the ability to get into machines and manipulate data and election transparency. That's the ability to examine the ballots. I don't care about the machines anymore. I want to know about the ballots. In fact, we've got one county here in Arizona that is likely to make a move towards hand counting of paper ballots on election day. Um, We're pretty sure that the election fraud deniers are going to implement their strategy of challenging that in the courts. So that's one of the things that the Election Fairness Institute is raising money for. It's the the EFI litigation fund so that we can help defend that county in the event that they are challenged by 
the fraud gangsters, Mark Elias and crew. Yeah. You want to jump in here, Seth? Well, I think it's important for people to establish a baseline of understanding. Okay. We are in an information war for sure. Mm-hmm. And the first phase of that is coming to a close with regard to elections. So it took the 2020 election result to drive people into action. My research shows that widespread, widespread nationwide election manipulation began in 2018. Now, of course, election fraud and voter fraud, which are two different things, they've been going on as long as we've had elections. Go read about Boss Tweed and what he did in New York City in the mid-1800s, and you'll you'll have a really good read. They did the exact same things then that they do today, just with less sophisticated data and technology. We are reaching the end of the first phase, which is which is teaching and helping people understand. We've got 62% consistently from Rasmussen polling of likely voters that believe the 2020 election was decided by fraud, 6% undecided, but only 32% of respondents believe that the election was fair. Five out of eight Americans now. I think that my number is 30% of Americans that will always believe what they're told. So we have less than 10% of the likely voter population left to convince about 2020, 2022. That compels us to action, but it it has to be with an understanding that it's not just the machines. It's not just the mail-in ballots. You have a lot of people that think we get rid of the machines, we're going to have fair elections. We're going to have other problems. Number one, we have precinct sizes that are way too big. Take Maricopa County, for instance. They no longer vote in precincts. They vote in countywide polling centers. And the county still, of course, registers and organizes voters by precinct. And a number of the precincts from the 2020 race between Trump and Biden have more than 10,000 registered voters in them. There is no way to run a primitive election with hand-marked, hand-counted paper ballots at the precinct reported in a timely fashion with precincts that big. The problem, of course, is the voter roll. So if you have a filthy voter roll with no machines, you're still going to have a filthy mail-in election. If you have no mail-in ballots and then you have filthy voter rolls and you're going to have an election compromised by electronic means or e-poll books or back-end software, it is a comprehensive reformation of elections that what is what needs to happen that will allow people to accept election results and move on from them and return back to traditional campaigning and traditional politics. But we have 50 states plus Washington, D.C., and two of those states split their electors, Nebraska and Maine. But we have 50 plus elections that decide the presidency. And this is only, of course, one aspect of our system of federal government, the presidency. Of course, we have the state governments, too, in this republic. And until we can establish some sort of consistency that makes sense. Now, of course, states have their own election laws, but I think we have a major problem with with regard to acceptability, transparency, and really just the simple appearance of impropriety that we have in any national election or state election. One county counts for a week. In Nevada, it's almost an unwinnable state because they've codified all of these election fraud tricks, tactics, techniques, and procedures into law. So the two largest counties, Clark and Washoe, they're even more strong than Pima and Maricopa County. They're 87% of Nevada's vote. So 15 counties report their votes on election night, 95% or more of the vote. And then we have Clark and Washoe counties, and their 95% leaves a lot more ballots left to be counted. And seven days after the election, they start counting the so-called drop box ballots. So there needs to be sweeping change that makes elections fair, because as the case of Texas and Pennsylvania proves to us in 2020, Ken Paxton's case, which landed him in hot water, Mm. that Pennsylvania's abandonment of its own election laws disenfranchised Texas's 38 electors. 
and 20 other state AGs signed on to the case only for it to be thrown out at the Supreme Court level based on lack of standing, which is complete garbage because the state was disenfranchised and so were its voters. I think what's disturbing a lot of people and people that I speak to is that we can't look at the code inside the actual systems. I mean, everywhere and every person I speak to is, you know, you fill in the, you, you take the ballot, it goes through the system. Let's talk about our health. When it comes to weight loss, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target each area of fat differently to fully manage weight. Some supplements may focus on burning fat while others boost metabolism or control cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight loss products. It's a special keto powder that no one has heard of, and it helps with boosting metabolism, reducing unwanted body fat, and promoting overall weight management better than most weight loss products typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that it's not only a breakthrough in a bag, but it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and weight loss supplements. But there's more. If you place your now you'll receive 51% off free VIP life health and fitness coaching, a free new ebook titled The Top 14 Ketogenic Foods, a 60 day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to keto with x22.com to take advantage of this limited time before they sell out. Let's talk about our health. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I found an exceptional alternative that uses naturally sourced and science-backed ingredients from Mother Earth, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that this amazing pill is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also helps remove the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP Live health and fitness coaching for life. Two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat and Top 8 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60 day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to trimwithx22.com to take advantage of this limited time deal before they sell out. But we can't see that code. So, how do we know what those systems are doing? We don't. And that was the crux of the response that uh, the Gila County Supervisor Chairman said. You know, if you don't, if you're if you're not permitted to take the paper ballots, then the votes that are on those ballots and compare those specifically with the tabulation that has come out of the machine, you will never know if the two match. Now, just because somebody tells me, oh, well, we ran a logic and accuracy re- report and everything's fine. Well, tell that to Pinell County. Pinell County did an LNA test where they ran the same test ballots through three times and got three different results. That tells us that that machine, those machines are impracticable. That means that we cannot rely upon them to give an accurate count under 52 CFR, which is the federal law that requires that. That error rate is so huge, it's impermissible under the law. So now we've got a serious problem. And when states say, well, you're not permitted to count paper ballots because we're requiring that you use tabulation equipment. That is That opens the door to wholesale sovereign fraud. The, if the state knows about it, if the counties know about it and they do it anyhow, that's tyranny. That essentially assures us that even though it looks like an election, mm-hmm. we now have a dictatorship. I mean, Stalin said it. 
<laughs> I don't like quoting Stalin, but he was a dictator. Right. And his, his mantra was, we don't really care who votes. All we care about is who counts the vote. And that's where we have arrived at today. That's one of the reasons why we're doing the precinct uh, mapping project. We've got the voter roll analysis project running. And we've got a couple of other things. Um, one of those has to do with a quarantine strategy. And that is, and I'll let Seth speak more to this, but that is when we identify blocks of addresses where there are voters who have voted and they're impermissible under law for one reason or another, that happens before the election, not after the election. And that's one of the problems that we've had in past elections. We wait until the canvas is over and then we file suit. Well, the horse is out of the barn already. You've got to be able to get in and block the mixing of those, the commingling of those questionable ballots before they are brought into the main body of voting. Seth, do you, you want to speak more into the quarantine strategy? Absolutely. Okay. So before polling, mm-hmm. election forecasting took place in a much more primitive level. Voter registration by party was widely accepted as a leading indicator of what is most likely to happen in an election outcome, especially when you get a bigger sample size, like a statewide sample. Every once in a blue moon, a a registration trend will be bucked at the county level if if it's a competitive county with different independent behaviors. But 32 states register voters by party, Republican or Democrat. At the presidential level, especially, that's a very strong indicator, 95 plus percent that your state is going to trend in the direction of the voter registration tips over a four-year cycle. And then you have other states that don't have it, like Michigan or Georgia, and they bend along the same trends at the county level in which you can infer a registration trend if indeed they registered voters by party. So what I mean by that is Pennsylvania has an obvious Republican Party registration trend. I've mentioned many times from 2017 to 2020, Donald Trump in the White House, the Republican Party outregistered the Democrats in Pennsylvania by a ratio of 21 to 1. 242,000 net new GOP registrations. They couldn't register anybody with Mitt Romney as the figurehead of the party. And only 11,000 Democrat leading up to the 2020 election, only for the state to trend to the left in 2020, with Barack Obama's total of votes, his record total of votes from 2008 being surpassed by Joe Biden, who didn't campaign and being surpassed by Donald Trump by 100,000 votes. (laughs) And Michigan is a political cousin of Pennsylvania. It's trended in the same direction as Pennsylvania in every election since 1932. That was also a big tell about Florida, because Florida, Pennsylvania, and Michigan have always moved together since that time until 2020. Now, Michigan, I believe one of the county maps that we're going to show here is Ionia County, which is adjacent to Kent County, which is the home of Metro Grand Rapids. And my mapping of Ionia County, of course, this is based on trend, political trend. And I factor in population change. Now, most of the counties in the industrial Midwest and even over in the upper Midwest, they are either stagnant or declining in population, which is why Pennsylvania and Michigan both lost an electoral vote for this decade that we're in now. Because relative to the rest of the union, they're losing population. I think they're actually losing population in the raw now since the COVID tyranny. But Ionia County is one of these counties with very little population growth, pretty much amounting to childbirth. And you can see that the most disparate precincts, and I rank them, I call it a crimson precinct as a Trump trending precinct. They're all over the Midwest. Obama won them, Trump flipped them, or Romney won them narrowly, Trump blew them out. That is your working class shift. Ionia County is full of those. It is a Trump trend county from 2016. 
And the most disparate areas in that county are the ones that are adjacent to Grand Rapids. So the western half, or Kent County, the western half of Ionia County is lit up on my map. I color code those in red, and I'm not sure what my threshold was for Ionia County. It's probably at least 150 fraudulent votes to color a precinct red. And Michigan's precincts are normally organized by township, the precinct equivalents. And you can look all throughout the rest of the mapping projects we've done. We've done large counties, Maricopa County. We've done counties that are growing rapidly over the course of several decades, like Yavapai County. And oftentimes when we put these county maps together, like in North Georgia, it appears that they can identify tactically what's happening on the ground. On the interstate between Atlanta and Chattanooga, Tennessee, there's a lot of very strong Republican counties in North Georgia. And by that, I'm talking 80, 20, 85, 15 Republican strongholds with a lot of votes that are able to overcome the Democrat vote in Metro Atlanta. And it looks to me like the most fraudulent precincts that are most disparate off of their statistical trends and their trajectories are right along the interstate between Atlanta and Chattanooga, which suggests to me that a ballot harvesting ring operates between Chattanooga and Atlanta. Hmm. And I can find very similar things here in Arizona, where we're looking down at Cochise County along the border on highways 90 and 92 between Sierra Vista and Bisbee. It looks like there's a ballot harvesting ring operating between these locations where the disparate precincts are all in a line, capitalizing on open ballot boxes and, and an abusive of mail-in voting. If we have like these precincts that are way too large, I'm, I'm assuming they created these precincts to be large on purpose so they can cheat in the elections. How do we begin to fix this if the legislators aren't going to do anything about it? Because, you know, we see this all across the country where most of the legislators, I'm talking about the blue states, mostly like in you know in New York, in Pennsylvania, in California. How, how do we fix the voter rolls? How do we fix the precincts? How do we fix all this across the country? Because we're, now we are approaching the 2024 election. Like you said, 62% of the people think that we have a problem. The question is, is if we have these problems, we don't fix it. Are the people going to trust the elections as we approach 2024? And, uh, what, let, me, let me jump that one first, Mark. Okay. Let, me, let me serve this one up for you. So the Arizona Freedom Caucus mm-hmm. had bills that never made it out to the floor about the size of precincts. And this is a very well-known problem. It's not limited to Arizona. It's all over the place. Texas, of course, is also moving to countywide voting centers. It is a problem, whether it was conceived of intentionally or not. It has prescribed its own cure, and that cure is a poison. And the workaround right now for precinct sizes that are too big, well, what's the issue? Well, it's too big for people to turn out on one day that we used to call election day with very limited windows for those who couldn't show up on election day to vote in person early or to cast what we called an absentee ballot. Well, now that we have such large precincts, it requires a solution. And what has been given to us is more mail-in balloting, so convenience. You don't Mm -hmm. have to show up and go to a polling center and wait. And then, of course, the the windows of time that are for early voting, which really turns into a nationwide fiasco, three or four weeks of ballot harvesting, abuse of drop boxes, mule teams running from post to post. And you can see in some states, we're in November right now. In September of 2024, the presidential election will already be underway in Virginia, Minnesota, Washington. Mail-in ballot requests are going to be all over the place. You'll be able to monitor that right away. In Pennsylvania, you'll see exactly what they're up to, which is why, of course, interdicting this on the front end is critical. But Mark, 
as a former legislator in Arizona, will be able to shed light on the legality of the sizes of the precincts. So if we go back to Article 1, Section 4, Clause 1 of the U.S. Constitution, it is the legislature that is uh, responsible for choosing the time, place, and manner of elections. Precincts are set in law. The size of them are set in law. And I believe it's been a while since I've looked at this statute, but I want to say they were like something into the order of 1,200 voters per precinct. So we are now essentially 10, nine to 10 times bigger than that population-wise. Now, the whole idea in Maricopa County for voting centers was sold as, well, it's going to be more convenient for people because uh, when we're able to print a ballot on demand because of the electronic system, we can take your voter name and your voter ID and print a ballot that's customized to your address whether you're in the town that you live in or some other town in Maricopa County. It was billed as a convenience measure for voters. What it's really turned into is a cheating machine that's a convenience measure for not just the county, but for individuals who are power brokers who want to manage and massage where votes move to, whether it's out of a precinct and into another area. Seth's right. The size of the precincts at 10,000 people is just an impractical number to try and count in a single day. That's why these precincts need to be shrunk. Now, I don't mind a voting center as long as the ballots are segregated by or apportioned by precinct. That makes it much easier for them to be hand counted on a single day. Now, in Arizona, we've also got something called early voting. It's not just mail-in voting. You can go to a voting center for 30 days before the election and cast your ballot in person. Once again, we have the potential for identifying a trend so that the fraud gangsters can insert fictitious voters, fictitious ballots into the system. Now, one of the prime opportunities for us, I do believe, and we've, we've really twisted the wheels off of this, is the quarantine project. If we've got a quarantine strategy that says, look, we're not going to stop the ballots from being mailed out. That's because the people are, quote, on the voter roll. All right. And because the county has absolutely no interest in cleaning up the voter roll. I mean, they'll they'll make these token efforts here and there. But when we're able to identify to them and deliver up to them a certain number, tens of thousands of voters that frankly probably don't exist because of the addresses where they're registered to vote at, and they take no action. Now we have to rely on when the ballots return. Now, one of the things that we are going to be asking the question about, in fact, we were alerted to this by another state here a few days ago, is ballots that are not returned, excuse me, ballots that are returned, are invoiced by the Postal Service to the county. Hmm. So there's a data point for us to understand. The Postal Service returned a number, we'll call it X, back to the county. Then we start doing the math and we find out, well, how many ballots are there that were not returned? And then how many ballots are ostensibly that were delivered? And then the third group is the number of voters that actually voted and returned a ballot. Now, one of the reasons that we are so sold on the the quarantine strategy is because we're able to identify the addresses before those ballots are returned. So that if a ballot is returned from a quarantine address, that essentially is a tripwire. They can say, okay, this ballot needs to be set aside and that voter needs to be cured. 
Now, it's our hypothesis that we will run into perhaps as many as 100,000 of those based upon some of the things that we saw in Maricopa County in the last three elections. We know that there are ballots that were cast that when we compare, for example, the signatures on the ballot return envelope, which is an affidavit that the voter has to sign, those signatures don't match. They don't match the voter's registration card. They don't even come close. Yeah. In fact, we had tens of thousands of ballots that were counted that weren't even signed. So we want to quarantine those before they're mixed with the general population. And this is something that every state can do. Every county can do. They can implement that kind of a strategy. And we're happy to help them with the both the voter roll uh, analysis project and the mapping project. You know, it's very interesting with, with Arizona when people were watching the court cases and they saw the the ballots and the signatures they weren't matching. They saw, you know, how there were different size ballots. I mean, the people saw this. But the judges, they were okay with this. I, I just And every person I speak to, they see the evidence and they see the person lying. They see that the signatures don't match and they're scratching their heads saying, why isn't the judge doing something? Why isn't he saying, okay, you know something, there are problems here. If we, if we just have this small group of, let's talk about protecting the wealth. Dark clouds are gathering as markets shudder, stocks are sinking, currency stumbling, fear and uncertainty reign, the Middle East, Ukraine, Taiwan, the debt, it's endless. Yet one asset stands firm, gold. In crisis after crisis, gold is there in the background. Its enduring value guards against loss. It's like a missile shield. While paper wealth burns, gold persists. Shield your savings against looming threats, war, recession, contagion, and avoid the frenzied panic of the unprepared. Take control in the chaos. Fortune favors decisive action. Get hold of gold now before it's out of reach. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin with every new IRA. Claim your free coin today to secure your financial future. As this new storm gathers, panic looms, and some of the places you were thinking for your money, well, they don't look so clever anymore. Secure your future against disaster. Open a Noble Gold Investment IRA and claim your free bullion coin today. Go to x22gold.com. That is x22gold.com, the only gold company I trust. Let's talk about protecting ourselves online. A popular DNA ancestry site is under fire for allegedly not notifying their users in a timely manner of a data breach that stole millions of pieces of personal data. In fact, it wasn't until the hackers advertised the stolen data on forums that the public became aware of the breach, which has since sparked a class action lawsuit. The stolen data was reportedly leaked for political and racially motivated reasons, and it included name, sex, date of birth, geographic location, profile photos, and genetic ancestry results. This is why I protect myself with Virtual Shield 1. Virtual Shield 1 offers an all-in-one digital security suite with its most notable features of being a military-grade VPN, identity theft protection, antivirus, and even the ability to remove my personal information from sites after data breaches like this one. Plus, it comes with a 1 million insurance policy for identity theft protection to secure myself even further. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that Virtual Shield 1 is the most effective way to help prevent government, corporate ISP, hacker spying while simultaneously protecting your personal data. But there's more. If you sign up for Virtual Shield 1 now, you'll receive a 60-day risk-free trial, unlimited data usage across all devices, access to Virtual Shield 1's 24-7 customer support, and more. Simply go to virtualshield.com forward slash x22 to take advantage of this limited time deal before their free trial offer ends. You know, signatures and ballots, and there's a problem here. I wonder if it's widespread. I mean, he, he doesn't, the judge doesn't even take it that far. They just denounce the case. So I guess they're all in on this then. Well, I don't know that all of them are in on it, but certainly I, I think Eric Spectin, when he provided the analysis of right. the metaphor of flipping through a book, isn't reading a book. Right. 
while he was on the stand, he said, Your Honor, it takes me six seconds to compare a signature. There are tens of thousands of these that were that were allegedly compared in under one second. They were approved. Now, the judge, in his absolutely astonishingly ridiculous opinion, his decision, wrote that, well, you know, if we were to go down this path, the court would have to set standards for uh, the amount of time it takes for, okay, stop a second. You have now just an- entered the animal farm. Mm. First of all, it's not the the court's responsibility for that. It's time, place, and manner. That belongs to the legislature. If the legislature wants to promulgate those rules, that's fine. But moreover, to your point, Dave, the judge absolutely ignored what, this thing that we used to call common sense. Yeah, That's why it was so important for Eric to say, thumbing through a book is not reading a book. Now, the judge refused to acknowledge that. And for that, I think he should be thrown off the bench. In fact, we have this thing in Arizona called a non-retention election. And if, if your uh, listeners are in Arizona and they have an opportunity to throw Judge Thompson off the bench, vote to not retain. The same is true with the case of um, Melissa Julian, who was the judge in my case, who dismissed our case without ever hearing the evidence. Instead, she wanted to argue with my lawyer. So I think that you're right. There are a lot of judges who don't want to go near this, and it would lend one to believe that there has been a message that's gone out from the power brokers. Don't mess with this. But Yavapai County, Judge Knapper, and APPER, this is a guy to watch. The Free Enterprise Club brought suit in Yavapai County because the recorders were using signatures other than the signature that is on the voter registration card. Hmm. Everything that had a document that was attributed to a particular individual, they were collecting up those signatures to be used as additional exemplars. Well, in Arizona law, it is unambiguous. I love it when a judge uses that word because you know that they are going black letter law on everything. Judge Knapper basically said, well, the law is unambiguous. And if you have um, used signatures other than the voter registration card, frankly, you're in violation of the law. Judge Knapper dismissed the motion to dis- or denied the motion to dismiss by the Secretary of State's office, for uh, of all people. And th- it looks like this is going to go to trial. That means, because all 15 counties have engaged in this behavior, appears to, th- appears to thought, but that means that essentially Judge Knapper has called every single signature on every single mail-in ballot into question. Hmm. And that is the crux of the uh, free Enterprise Club's lawsuit, that if you use an exemplar other than the voter registration card, you those votes are outside of the law. Hey, Seth, l- let me ask you, I want to go back to what you said that we have to be transparent because Trump, he has his uh, election fraud case coming up and he mentioned that he has this irrefutable proof, which he already submitted to the courts. I'm just from your analysis and, and everything that you've been looking at, what do you think he has where he has this proof that the elections were rigged? We have a lot of that that's already coming out. Now, uh, somebody who I pointed to as a real hero is Harrison Floyd, who is not taking a deal right now with regard to the issues in Georgia and wants to put out the truth about the 2020 election as to why people contested that election to begin with. 
With the case of Fulton County, we've already got evidence just coming out this week of 3,600 plus ballots that were duplicate scanned. Now, the margin between Biden and Trump in the state is less than 12,000 votes. It's 11,779 votes. There were also documented issues around the time of the 2020 election about serious problems in Floyd County, which is a mid-sized Republican county to the northwest of Metro Atlanta. So you have the eight counties in Metro Atlanta that I call the Gang of Eight. Those are Henry and Clayton, Cobb and Gwinnett, Fulton and DeKalb, and then two Republican counties in the north, and those are Cherokee and Forsyth, that obviously swung the election. Now, George Bush won them in 2004 by about 30,000 votes. Trump lost them 16 years later by more than 600,000. So that is where the Democrat power center is. I have some very compelling graphics about voter registration in Georgia, which is the impact of automatic voter registration. The average growth of those eight counties for any election since 2004 for voter registrations, 198,000 new registrations. Hmm. Together, those eight brought about 808,000 new registrations between 2017 and 2020 after the implementation of implementation of automatic voter registration and then the at-large mail-in balloting. Then we have the Holderman report, which came out about Georgia's electronic voting systems that was unsealed this summer. And of course, that was in competition with the Georgia Secretary of State's own report that is supposedly a rebuttal of that. My estimates in Georgia suggest that there are 359,000 more votes for Biden than should be possible based on a trend analysis of all 159 counties, which would give Trump a margin of victory in the state of 348,000 or 7.5%. And in keeping with my estimate, Georgia's Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, went on the Today Show in the morning of November the 4th, 2020. President Trump was still ahead in Georgia by about 80,000 votes and maybe two points. Now, that's way less than he won the state by, in my estimates. And he told that show that they had 4.7 million voters. And then Georgia certified 5 million votes almost right on the nose. So 300,000 more than Raffensperger said had voted. You would think the Secretary of State would have an accurate number within 300,000 of what the turnout was. You would think, yes. So let me ask you this. If if it's shown, if he does have this proof, you might know the answer, you might not know the answer. And it shows that Trump actually won in Georgia. What happens next? Well, we have the first documented case. There's There have been some disputed results before. You have Hawaii from 1960, the first presidential mm-hmm. election that was ever there, but it wasn't enough to replace JFK's victory with Nixon. Nixon, of course, lost in 1960 to JFK. Illinois was also suspect that year. But we would have the first confirmed case of a state having its electoral votes improperly assigned. Now, we, we really have it already. Arizona's audits of, of the 2020 election, even though it's much maligned, proved that that election had no business being certified. Now, it may not have gotten you to the correct result, but every law in the book is broken. And of course, across the nation, one of the biggest illegalities there is, is that most of the wholesale changes to the election procedures for 2020, they were made by governors or secretaries of state when it is very clear in law that all election changes have to be run through the legislature. But we would have the first known case of a state after the fact, after the ink is long dried and after the office holders are in place being improperly assigned. And it will immediately lead to the 
to the massive problem of what other states fall into this boat. They were actually right about Georgia and they were screaming bloody murder about Arizona and Pennsylvania, Michigan and Wisconsin and Nevada. I call those six states the contested states. And then it's going to rip another thread from the rest of the election analysts across the country that have found the issues with New York state. That'd be the New York citizens audit. We have great researchers in Hawaii showing the issues out there with their lack of transparency, their lack of record keeping. Washington state is, is a bloody mess over there as well. Every single state in the country has election groups that have unearthed all sorts of issues. And the ones that we tend to focus on are the six contested states, but it's going to open up a, is the blue wall really even real? I've written articles about the blue wall. I don't think it is. There is a blue wall of states that 15 of them have voted in unison Democrats since 1992. And from 1968 to 88, most of them were either always Republican or they would vote for a Republican for reelection or they were red, blue, red, blue, red, blue. From 1964 to 1988, every single state in the union voted for both major parties presidentially. And that stopped in 1992. And now we have about 37 to 40 states that are red or blue ahead of any presidential election, which leaves a sliver of the union open for polling manipulation, media manipulation, and then, of course, the actions on the objective. Mark, do you want to chime in? Well, I think that um, Seth puts a very fine point on this, that election transparency is the crux of the problem. Mm. And I, I, would, I would just urge folks, consider this point, that if you're not permitted to see what is yours, elections belong to the people, they don't belong to the government. Right. If you're not permitted to see what is yours, we have already slipped into tyranny. That means that we are living in a dictatorship with all of the trappings, with all of the the appearance of making an election to have people, you know, the consent of the governed. When in reality, we have a simulation. It's let's let's give just enough weight to it so that the people will be quiet and they'll they'll go away. Well, we have reached that point, I believe, in the in the the history in the age of our republic where people now are paying attention. They trusted their elected officials for the longest of times. Well, now even those who are popular with their constituents are catching a lot of heat over the idea of transparency. Now we take a look at, we're starting to see some cracks in the dam, which it's about damn time, quite frankly. You look at Megan Wolf up in Wisconsin. She will be impeached and she is the WEC director. Mm -hmm. What this woman has done, quite frankly, in my view, uh, she has committed treason, not just against the United States Constitution, but against the Constitution of Wisconsin. And she should face a very harsh penalty for that. She knowingly engaged in election, sovereign election fraud. When I use that term, sovereign fraud is fraud from within the bureaucracy, within the, the workings of government. Now, I don't throw this out here for people to reach a, an opinion of distrust of government. Quite frankly, I think that ship left the dock a long time ago. People don't trust the government, and quite frankly, with good reason. Mm-hmm. But where we're at today, everything that we have uncovered traces back to the lack of transparency. When you have elected officials who say, for example, well, we can't give you the cast vote record. That's the record of of what ballots went to what individuals because it might reveal voter information. They know damn well that that is a bald faced lie. 
Because once a mail-in ballot is separated from the envelope that it was returned to the government in, there is no way to trace that ballot back to the voter. None. That's the whole point of a secret ballot system. So if we don't have transparency, we are going to really struggle with voter confidence in the elections to come. The second piece of that, and that deal traces back actually to Arizona once again, the Arizona legislature passed a Senate concurrent resolution, meaning that both the House and the Senate voted to approve, adopt the policy. And that is that if uh, electronic voting equipment does not meet DOD security standards, that means Department of Defense security standards. Now, keep in mind, going back to the days of Jay Johnson as the DHS uh, director, an Obama guy, yeah. classified election equipment as critical infrastructure. Elections themselves as critical infrastructure, which I, I don't think Seth would disagree with me. That's absolutely appropriate because it is. So here's the problem. If you have equipment that is not built here in the United States, and it includes uh, the, the guts of it, the chips, the various um, access points for um, outsiders to get into a machine like Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. If if we don't control the manufacture of the equipment, we we don't control the equipment's performance. We don't we don't control the firmware. We don't control the software. We don't control any of it. So when we talk about systems that are made outside of the United States, when we talk about software that's owned and operated by an organization that's uh, headquartered in Toronto, uh, Canada, Dominion. We've, we've got a problem with election security. That means that we cannot block the use of nefarious or the use by nefarious actors to enter those machines. Now, remember, going back to 2020, all of the machine manufacturers, all of the uh, the deployment people, ESNS, Dominion, Hart, all, all, the, all of the, the actors there swore up and down that there was no way they had an air gap. That was a popular air gap, popular term that they were using to say, well, there's no way that somebody could penetrate the system. It's secure. Well, now we come to find out that every damn one of them lied to us. And on multiple levels, knowing full well that an air gap means that you don't have a cable plugged into a wall. Well, you didn't need one. In fact, we now have evidence that you can use a printer that just happens to be in the room that isn't even connected. It's plugged into the wall, but it's got a Bluetooth uh, chip in it. You can use that as a pathway to get into these voting machines. And that's one of the things that the Halderman report, uh, which they're trying to say, well, it, it, we have to debunk this. Well, amazingly, they're more worried about debunking a report that was clearly demonstrated right in front of people with a cell phone. They're more interested in debunking that than they are getting to the problem. That is a telltale sign that y'all been revealed the other telltale sign is something that folks might, might not pick up on, and I'm glad that Seth brought up that we are engaged in an information war. We're engaged in fifth-generation warfare right now. And by that, I mean that we've got people who are trying to tell us, oh, this isn't true. You can't see this. You can't inspect the code. You're just going to have to rely on what, what we're telling you. Well, when you go to examine what they're saying, it falls apart. Yet, 
we're told that, well, you know, Eric is not a bad thing, but we're going to move away from Eric and go to something else that's being run by David Becker. Okay, these are people who do not want the people to understand or to see the machinery behind what is going on with the counting of votes. So that's a security matter. But we have the opportunity, I think, to engage in a transparency move. And that is, again, going back to the quarantine uh, strategy, that if we're able to identify uh, through mapping, um, and we need, to, we need to have sponsors of mapping around the country, but if we're able to identify the hotspots uh, with mapping so that we can direct our resources because they're limited. Uh, the, the gangsters, the fraud gangsters have unlimited funds, but us good guys, we're kind of working on a shoestring. If we can identify those precincts, we'll, we won't be wasting our time and our money on precincts that don't frankly matter because they don't have a problem. Mm. And once we get there, then we can really bring our fire to bear on fraudulent registrations or um, impermissible registrations. Uh, things that are going on, for example, Seth brought up New York. That is a huge problem. And they've really called it out in a very articulate manner. And it could be the recipe for uh, a number of states to employ to do the exact same thing. With the 2024 election uh, that's coming up, the presidential election, I mean, first of all, Biden's not doing very well in the polls. And, you know, as we go throughout the next year, do you think that the election's you think that people can override their cheating mechanisms? If enough of us come out and vote, do you think we have the ability to override everything that they have in place? I think we do. And I'm, I'll just take this for a second, then I'll toss it to, to Seth. In this last election, mm-hmm. 30% of Republicans voted. Let right. that sink in for a second. Yeah. All the people, and by the way, EFI is a 501c3, so we are not advocating for party, person, uh, or or, um, propositions. We're focused on process. Mm -hmm. We know for a fact that Democrats have been denied seats in races all over the country. Republicans have been denied seats all over the country. So it's not just voter participation that's going to solve the problem. The other part is going to be um, significant pressure on local officials to clean up their act. And that means that people are going to have to show up at county board meetings. They're going to have to demand action for cleaning up the voter rolls. They're going to have to demand accountability for these individuals. And with that, I'll toss it over to, to Seth. Well, the great thing about analytical thinkers is we don't always have to agree. Now, Mark and I agree on most things. I do not agree with him on what he just said. I think that somebody with the intent to steal an election may go for it. Now, the thing that is interesting is that President Trump had 74 million votes in 2020. Right. Had he had 65 million, like his pollster said, would get him a win because he knew the incumbency rule. Every incumbent since 1888 who gained votes won re-election until, of course, the safest and most secure election of all time in 2020 when Trump gained 11 million in loss, supposedly. Had we not had that vote gain, we probably wouldn't know what we know now about elections. So the salvation of our country may come from a very sad chapter and ultimately turn to joy. But with that said, getting enough votes and getting so many votes like Carrie Lake, Carrie Lake had more votes than President Trump had in Arizona in a presidential election in 2016. And it was proven 
in court, although the results were not upheld, that Maricopa County deliberately disenfranchised its own voters by sabotaging the means of voting on election day. They knew that the, the lake crowd would turn out to vote because of her performance on the primary three months before. And Mr. Fincham had a, a, a share in this as well. Mark was a couple boxes down from the governor's race for secretary of state in that primary and somehow had 54,000 fewer votes in his race than they had for governor. So you're trying to tell me that Republican voters showed up and box checked the top box and didn't go down to the secretary of state race. I have a right. hard time believing that. So if votes are being deleted on electronic records or absentee ballots from known conservative strongholds are being shorted or discarded, then there are many ways in which an election result can be dictated. I am very skeptical about the push for ballot harvesting being a recipe for success. Now, it has been successful in some local races. I know people in California that have ballot harvested their way to municipal victories and in New York. But the question then becomes, were those not focused on by Democrats who wanted to keep those seats? Because you won it once. Remember, President Trump won Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin when nobody saw it coming. And now that they knew those trends in those states were pro-Trump and he would win them by more than five points apiece in 2020, of course, he couldn't catch anybody napping. So wholesale reform is the only way to go. Now, that doesn't help us for the election just a year from now. I hope that the cases in Georgia initiate sweeping reforms or that there's a major decision. We had a a good decision in Wisconsin a few days ago in which a judge ruled that the Wisconsin Elections Commission could not operate the My Vote website for absentee ballot requests. That website, if you recall, was exploited by an activist named Harry Waite, who is a real patriot up there who's recovering from a stroke. So everybody pray for Harry. Harry found that you could request anyone's absentee ballot if you just had their date of birth and you could have it sent to any address. So he had Robin Voss's absentee ballot sent to him. Hmm. And of course, he paid the piper for election fraud when they won't prosecute real election fraud that has been found everywhere else. They went after him. But I, I, I'm not trying to, to make anybody pessimistic. You need to go vote. You need to register people to vote. You need to turn it out. Because in doing these things, we will continue to shed light on this problem. We can't expect that we're going to reverse 30 years of electoral corruption or more in in just three years. And why do I say that? Because in the 1990s, that is where we had the advent of motor voter. Now, we didn't have it as automatic voter registration. That's a recent thing. But motor voter started being introduced in the 1990s. And Oregon introduced the mail-in ballot. And I think they rolled that out in 1998 and their first presidential was in 2000. So we've had 30 years of the system taking on water. And now it's, it's reached a fever pitch. 24 states have automatic voter registration. More and more states, eight of them operate mail-in ballot only elections. And only one of them is a Republican state. Out of 20 states that operated automatic voter registration in 2020, President Trump won just two. Alaska and West Virginia, the total electoral vote count between Biden and Trump in states operating automatic voter registration was 243 to nine. And since the 2020 election, Minnesota, Delaware, Hawaii, and now Pennsylvania have put in automatic voter registration. And all four of those are Trump trending states. Last time you said the 11 million votes that enabled us to see what was happening. 
Let's talk about our health. When it comes to anti-aging, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target each area of the skin differently to fully combat the appearance of aging. Some supplements may attempt to reduce wrinkles, while others might bring back firmness to sagging skin. But believe it or not, I might have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple anti-aging products. It's a special type of collagen, and it's better at maintaining skin elasticity, reducing visible signs of aging, and promoting a youthful complexion that most anti-aging products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that this collagen is not only a modern-day fountain of youth, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless serums and anti-aging supplements. But there's more. If you place your order now, you'll receive 53% off free VIP life, health, and fitness coaching for life, a free new ebook titled The 14 Foods for Amazing Skin, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to healthwithx22.com. That is healthwithx22.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Let's talk about protecting your wealth. Bitcoin ETF is all the rage. Investors feel mainstream adoption is on the horizon. Lawmakers also voted to set guidelines on when crypto firms should register with their Commodity Future Trading Commission or the Securities Exchange Commission. While this is good news, ETF only gives you exposure to crypto, not direct ownership. The whole point of cryptocurrency like Bitcoin is to directly own an asset with finite supply outside of any government influence. My Digital Money can help you with that. With My Digital Money, you own your crypto whether you invest in a crypto IRA or with a standard trading account. Remember, it's important to diversify your portfolio when it comes to crypto investment. Direct ownership is important. Don't get caught up in the excitement the media is stirring. Nothing beats owning your crypto and nothing beats investing in crypto through my digital money. Not only are you able to invest using a crypto IRA and standard trading account in one platform, you also have the assurance of your asset being put in a trust. No matter what happens with my digital money, your crypto is safe. So if you're ready to invest in cryptocurrency, invest with mydigitalmoney.com. That is mydigitalmoney.com. And remember, there is always a risk of loss and past performance is not indicative of future results. So this time around, if let's say instead of, you know, 75 million, he gets 100 million, that won't, I mean, they would have to shut down the elections for how long? Correct. So they would have to make a choice of, do you delete Trump ballots? Because they know, they know already how many votes Trump will have. You can deduce that by looking at the state trends. I can tell you right now, President Trump is going to have north of 3.7 million votes in Pennsylvania. And that is based on a very clear trend assessment of his two performances there already and voter registration by party over 67 counties. So the decision will already be made about what sort of plays are in place, just like they were in 2020. What happened in 2020 was, I believe, North Carolina was supposed to go to Joe Biden and Florida and Texas also. But President Trump ran so far ahead in Iowa, Ohio, he won North Carolina despite substantial mail-in ballot fraud. He won Florida thanks to the South Florida trend with 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 the Latino voting population. And in Georgia, he also won Texas despite substantial fraud. And in Georgia, he was ahead by seven plus points on the New York Times tracking needle with a 90 plus percent chance to carry the state. And what happened was Arizona became a must win. And that's why you got the call of Arizona with no vote, one of, almost none of the vote in. Just to put into perspective how stupid that is, that would be like the news media calling Minnesota for the Republican nominee after 1% of the vote. Minnesota hasn't been Republican since 72 presidentially. Arizona was Republican in every single presidential election from 1952 to 2016, with the exception of Bill Clinton winning it in re-election in 96. And even in 96, Bob Dole won Maricopa County. President Trump won Maricopa County in 2016 with fewer votes than Mitt Romney had four years before. So that's the call of Arizona. 
and President Trump's gains in Arizona were Republican records for one cycle. 400,000 plus new votes in one cycle, and that's the year it gets lost. So Arizona's a must win. That's the signal to stop the count everywhere else. So where am I going with this? In 2024, somebody's going to have to make a call on how many votes is too many votes to put in there. Hmm. So do you let President Trump win two states, Arizona and Georgia, make the most sense that he didn't win in 2020, supposedly, and then rip something out of his hands that he did win in 2020, like North Carolina? That would be something that would make sense, given that we've never had a duplicated electoral map in consecutive elections. So is there, is there a point where they won't be able to cheat with the number of votes coming in where they say, OK, it, there's just too many people voting for Trump and we just we just can't, you know, cheat on a scale where we can actually produce enough to convince the population that this is really happening? So let's take, for example, you, you already you said you already know the the results of certain states. I mean, let's say he's getting, you know, one hundred and twenty five million, one hundred thirty like whatever the number is, is it going to be, is there going to be a point where they say, okay, we just can't cheat because this is not COVID. We don't have the mail-in ballots like we used to. A lot of the states also put laws in the place where there's no drop boxes, no mail-in ballots. Is there, is there a number where they won't be able to cheat the way they want to cheat? Does he have to reach a number? If, if they have all the means of controlling and shadowing transparency, then there's nothing off the table. You would never know there would be re-adjudication of ballots. And, and this is not to say that this that this is going to be in effect, but the point is transparency is necessary mm-hmm. for us to be able to believe any election result, any election result. And this brings me back to what Trump is going to show the people. If he shows the people how they cheated in the election and he produces it during court, then the people know how they cheated. And now the people see the transparency, they see the tactics, they see what they've done. So what do they... what? do the cheaters do at this point? Because once you make something transparent and people know how it's done and people see it all, they're going to have to change their tactics, won't they? Well, that's exactly right, Dave. In fact, we know that we're onto something here because all of a sudden over the last several months, we have seen a massive move towards ranked choice voting. Mm, okay. That is, that is essentially the coup de grace of a free and fair election system because what it's doing is it's reapportioning ballots towards candidates that, quite frankly, didn't win. Uh, Second place, third place could be the uh, person who is ultimately the winner of an election. So the fact that the the uniparty, I'll call them, Mm -hmm. are now calling for ranked choice voting in in many states, they've been trying to push this. It is a George Soros priority. Um, this This is proof to me, and I don't know if Seth would agree, but this is proof to me that our efforts to highlight how they're cheating, bringing that level of transparency, that's what's driving this desire to say, okay, they're on to us. We're going to have to shift gears and go to right. a, a different direction. Now, you know, if, if folks want to help us um, with even more transparency, they can uh, send us an email to mapping, that's M-A-P-P-I-N-G, at goefi.org. And sponsor your county for a map. It's fairly inexpensive, depending upon how, how popular or how much population and how many precincts you have in your county. It can range anywhere from $175 to $800 for the, the really big counties. We've got people who have sponsored counties from all over the country. But when we start to look at those, those crimson red problem areas, those problem precincts in major counties around the country, 
that brings into focus for the the gangsters, if you will, the sovereign fraud committers. They're going to know that we're looking. And this is one of the things that happened up in Wisconsin. A fellow by the name of Dan Eastman informed a number of county recorders and said, look, we're on to you. We're on to somebody is going to be pushing votes coming from these addresses. And if we see those votes come in from those addresses, we're going to sue you. Lo and behold, those individuals didn't vote. Those ballots didn't come in. And as, as a result, Ron Johnson won his election, uh, his re-election back to the U.S. Senate. So are there things that we can do? Yes. We are not going to solve the problem between now and, and uh, November 2024. But if we can move the dial just one click, one click, if we can affect 10,000 votes here, 5,000 votes there, the the fictitious, the phantom voters, the phantom um, voter addresses, if we can move the dial just one click, um, we do begin to move more in the direction of a legitimate election, even though it's going to be polluted with election fraud. And to the fraud deniers out there, you better wake up because we'd really prefer that you be a witness, not a suspect. So, I mean, how can people help? What what can they do to help you and help both you and Seth with this uh, mission here? Well, so- they can visit... They can visit goefi.org. Um, there's a number of opportunities to help us fund the various projects that we're doing. If you want to earmark something, you can just put in the memo field. If you're making a contribution, put in the memo field what project you would like to help us with. Um, but if specifically, if you want to do mapping of your county um, in the memo field, write in your county name and make a contribution and we'll uh, we'll pair those up with perhaps other people that are making contributions for the same counties and if you want to if you want to pay for the, your entire county or you have a group that wants to pay for the entire county just send us the, that email to mapping at goefi.org seth i was just going to underscore what you said about the contributions now we like you said on recurring contribution lists anything extra that we have coming in is going into our legal fund one of the bigger problems we have with the elections, the state of elections today, is finding people who want to challenge these obvious issues of fraud in courts and the expenses associated with them. That is the most important thing that EFI can do for anyone is to shed transparency and to put transparency and light onto the, the issue. Great. Uh, uh, Dave, to that okay. point, Dave, mm-hmm. you brought up um, Kerry Lake's case right? where Judge Thompson's outright ignoring of the evidence was on full display for the world to see. In my, in my view, he has become the laughing stock of the bench mm-hmm. because he, he willingly put blinders on and stuck earplugs in his ears. Yeah. That's the kind of pressure that we have to bring upon the judiciary when we bring good cases. And the case that Kerry brought was a good case. This new filing from September 14th, it's a good case. And when you highlight that the judges are not doing their job, when they're falling back on, well, you don't have standing. Forgive me, but if Kerry Lake and I don't have standing on challenging election process in court, then who the hell does? Mark, Seth, thank you very much for being on the X-22 Report Spotlight. Mark, if pe- people wanted to see your work, where should they go? Well, they can visit my substack at markfincham.substack.com. 
Um, we put as much as we can out on the uh, goefi.org website, uh, but I'm not quite as prolific a writer as Seth is. Um, he is probably put, probably putting out two, three pieces a week, which are I, I highly recommend subscribe to his Substack. Um, I take a little bit different approach, but they can see that at Mark Fincham at, or I'm sorry, markfincham.substack.com. Great. Seth, if people wanted to see your work, where should they go? I've got the standard social media channels almost all under the handle at Real S. Keschel. And my Substack is one of the most widely read in this field. And it is S. Keschel, skeschel.substack.com called Captain K's Corner. Great. I'll put all the links at the bottom of the video. Thank you both for being on the X-22 Report Spotlight. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Let's talk about protecting our wealth. Dark clouds are gathering as markets shudder. Stocks are sinking. Currencies stumbling. Fear and uncertainty reign. The Middle East, Ukraine, Taiwan, the debt, it's endless. Yet one asset stands firm, gold. In crisis after crisis, gold is there in the background. Its enduring value guards against loss. It's like a missile shield. While paper wealth burns, gold persists. Shield your savings against looming threats, war, recession, contagion, and avoid the frenzied panic of the unprepared. Take control in the chaos. Fortune favors decisive action. Get hold of gold now before it's out of reach. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin with every new IRA. Claim your free coin today to secure your financial future. As this new storm gathers, panic looms, and some of the places you are thinking for your money, well, they don't look so clever anymore. Secure your future against disaster. Open a Noble Gold Investment IRA and claim your free bullion coin today. Go to x22gold.com. That is x22gold.com, the only gold company I trust. Let's talk about protecting ourselves online. A popular DNA ancestry site is under fire for allegedly not notifying their users in a timely manner of a data breach that stole millions of pieces of personal data. In fact, it wasn't until the hackers advertised the stolen data on forums that the public became aware of the breach, which has since sparked a class action lawsuit. The stolen data was reportedly leaked for political and racially motivated reasons, and it included name, sex, date of birth, geographic location, profile photos, and genetic ancestry results. This is why I protect myself with Virtual Shield 1. Virtual Shield 1 offers an all-in-one digital security suite with its most notable features of being a military-grade VPN, identity theft protection, antivirus, and even the ability to remove my personal information from sites after data breaches like this one. Plus, it comes with a 1 million insurance policy for identity theft protection to secure myself even further. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that Virtual Shield 1 is the most effective way to help prevent government, corporate ISP, hacker spying while simultaneously protecting your personal data. But there's more. If you sign up for Virtual Shield 1 now, you'll receive a 60-day risk-free trial, unlimited data usage across all devices, access to Virtual Shield 1's 24-7 customer support, and more. Simply go to virtualshield.com forward slash x22 to take advantage of this limited-time deal before their free trial offer ends. Let's talk about our health. When it comes to anti-aging, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target each area of the skin differently to fully combat the appearance of aging. Some supplements may attempt to reduce wrinkles, while others might bring back firmness to sagging skin. But believe it or not, I might have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple anti-aging products. It's a special type of collagen, and it's better at maintaining skin elasticity, reducing visible signs of aging, and promoting a youthful complexion that most anti-aging products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that this collagen is not only a modern-day fountain of youth, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless serums and anti-aging supplements. But there's more. If you place your order now, you'll receive 53% off free 
VIP Life Health and Fitness Coaching for Life, a free new ebook titled The 14 Foods for Amazing Skin, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to healthwithx22.com, that is healthwithx22.com, to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Let's talk about protecting your wealth. Bitcoin ETF is all the rage. Investors feel mainstream adoption is on the horizon. Lawmakers also voted to set guidelines on when crypto firms should register with their Commodity Future Trading Commission or the Securities Exchange Commission. While this is good news, ETF only gives you exposure to crypto, not direct ownership. The whole point of cryptocurrency like Bitcoin is to directly own an asset with finite supply outside of any government influence. My Digital Money can help you with that. With My Digital Money, you own your crypto whether you invest in a crypto IRA or with a standard trading account. Remember, it's important to diversify your portfolio when it comes to crypto investment. Direct ownership is important. Don't get caught up in the excitement the media is stirring. Nothing beats owning your crypto and nothing beats investing in crypto through my digital money. Not only are you able to invest using a crypto IRA and standard trading account in one platform, you also have the assurance of your asset being put in a trust. No matter what happens with my digital money, your crypto is safe. So if you're ready to invest in cryptocurrency, invest with mydigitalmoney.com. That is mydigitalmoney.com. And remember, there is always a risk of loss and past performance is not indicative of future results. Let's talk about our health. When it comes to weight loss, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target each area of fat differently to fully manage weight. Some supplements may focus on burning fat while others boost metabolism or control cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight loss products. It's a special keto powder that no one has heard of, and it helps with boosting metabolism, reducing unwanted body fat, and promoting overall weight management better than most weight loss products typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that it's not only a breakthrough in a bag, but it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and weight loss supplements. But there's more. If you place your now you'll receive 51% off free VIP life health and fitness coaching, a free new ebook titled The Top 14 Ketogenic Foods, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to ketowithx22.com to take advantage of this limited time before they sell out. Let's talk about our health. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I found an exceptional alternative that uses naturally sourced and science-backed ingredients from Mother Earth, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that this amazing pill is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also helps remove the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP Live Health and Fitness Coaching for Life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat and Top 8 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to trimwithx22.com to take advantage of this limited time deal before they sell out.